right, so uh, welcome back to a, a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Hey. Uh, we're here today. What are we drinking, uh, Claudia? Uh, we are drinking Second Chance uh, Claremont Hoppy Name Pale Ale. And they are from San Diego. Woo -woo. San Diego in the house. Uh, you uh, said it's IPA? No, this is a pale ale. Pale ale. And pale ale. It's pale ale. It's 38 IBUs, 5.6 ABV. What was it? What was the bitterness? 38. Yeah, oh. it's not very bitter at all. I, I like it in the higher, you know, plus 50s. Oh, that hits the spot. Damn, damn, that's good. Oh, that is good. Oh, that is really good. That is pretty damn good. What is oh, it? Nice and sessionable. It's, it's, a, it's a Second Chance Beer Company. Never heard of them. Second Chance. Second Chance. Well, you know, nothing like a Second Chance. Second Chance. <laughs> it says a first wall with ceviche. Hummus, oh, I bet it would. Blue cheese. Green papaya salad, grilled salmon. And, and, trying to, talk your, and trying to talk your girl into giving you a second chance. <laughs> I, I swear, baby. I didn't mean to, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for today's podcast, I, I, uh, it's not really a topic, I guess, so to speak, but tax day is coming up and... We all know how those libertarians feel about taxes and such, and uh, just the whole monetary system. So, I want to I want to talk about that and you know just uh, get the progressive view on it from 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 that standpoint. Because from my standpoint, I hear progressives in particular. You, you hear the Democrats talk about it some, but <clears throat> not not to the extent the progressives do. But I, something I don't hear the progressives say that would be music to my ear is they don't talk about the main bank, the Fed. Mm -hmm. why, don't, why is that that the Fed's just off limits? Nobody talks about the Fed except for Ron Paul and Libertarians. <coughs> well, um, what, what about them? Why, 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 is, why, are, why is nobody talking about getting somebody to look at the Fed and see? What, I mean, because obviously everybody wants them to keep interest rates low. If, if they make the interest rates higher, <coughs> which means they're just manipulating things, uh, the economy's going to take a tank. So basically, we just have somebody in there lying and making things up. So I want to know why nobody says anything about that whole system. Because that system's horrifying to me. Well, I, I know I'm not speaking as a Republican, but I know Trump is always talking shit about the Fed. Yeah. Talking not for the right reasons, though. Right. I agree, but he's always talking shit. I mean, and he, he would say. Now he's putting Herman Cain in there. Oh, that, that, uh, that nomination not going to go anywhere. <coughs> I don't know. He was the Mr. Nine Nine Nine. He was he was part of the. He, I mean, he was the head of the St. Louis pizza uh, 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 company. No, no, no. They, no, he no um, res, uh, banking system. So I mean, he has Kane. experience. Yeah. Well, he's got too many sexual harassment accusations in the past. So, so did Trump. Oh yeah, but Kane is no Trump. Yeah. I think. I think. I mean, Trump, I, I think Trump has the advantage um, of money and the fact that he's white, helping him out. Herman Cain does not have that privilege, unfortunately. So you know, but you think they're going to be rough on the black guy? You know, well, that be I, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's, already, there's already four Republicans that have come out, that have come out against him. Really? Who? It, 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 I, I don't know the names, but even Mitch McConnell was like, well, he's already, <laughs> there's a background check that has to be done. And so when know, you're saying that they all just fall right in line with Trump, you, you were just exaggerating it a bit. No, I mean, on everything else, they do. On everything else, yeah. 
on, on the minutes oh. they shut down, they agreed 100%. On, on the wall, they have, they haven't, on, on, on the emergency declaration, declaration of an emergency, uh, they tried to send it to the Senate, Mitch McConnell said, fuck that shit, he fell in line. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though a few weeks later he had said, um, national emergency does not make any sense for this. I mean, they fall in line. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did, I did forget to say one thing. This weekend is, uh, the Game of Thrones. Okay. So we're going to drink some beer for that this weekend, too. It's going to be fun. Oh. I, I want to make my Game of Thrones prediction. Okay. That I think, uh, what's his name? Gendry? Gendry. Gendry. Gendry is going to end up on the Iron Throne. Oh. I want it out there. Hen- uh, Hendry? Gendry. Gendry. Yes. Good luck, Gendry. Yeah, I think it's Gendry. Right. So, so it, it, we, can we touch on current it's events? A, it's a long shot. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, current events, real quick. So, uh, as you know, uh, Black Hole was discovered this week. Yeah, it's pretty right. awesome. It's yeah, pretty fucking cool. awesome. So that, that so the image of that black hole, uh, I mean, well, it, it wasn't discovered; it was just now photographed. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, but it's the first time we were able to image it. Yeah. Right. So and look how blurry it was. Right. And it, we're in 2019, 2039. 2050, just how much clearer that shit's gonna be. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dude. Well, because they use awesome. eight, they use eight telescopes on it, and the whole system. What, what's that system called, Kepler? I'm not sure. It's gonna have twelve, so it's gonna have when they get the whole thing online. It's just that system itself is gonna have a lot more fucking clarity. Hell yeah, man. That's, that that is fascinating. That's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah fucking great. And also, and I'm not trying to be facetious, but uh, the last World War II veteran. Passed away, and I made a mistake. It might be World War One. World War One, yeah. Um, you heard about him? He was involved with the Doolittle raid. Uh, raid oh, he was on in Japan. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think it was World War Two. Yeah, and um, yeah, he died. He was an asset to America. He was a great hero. Um, I think we should probably drink a beer for Mr. Dick Cole. Yes. Dick so, Cole had, oh, had it, a lot to contribute. Not the, to it can't be the last World War Two vet. The last World War One vet just died not too long ago. Out of the whole war. He was 103. Let me try and work real quick. What? Google! Google! Hey, Google! No, it's okay. It's on. It's on. Oh, it's on. What are you going to ask? You got to say, hey, Google. Hey, Google, um, which veteran died this week? Oh, that's a terrible question. Sorry. I'm not sure how to help with that. Hey, Google. Who is the oldest living World War II veteran? Richard Arvin Overton. According to Wikipedia, Richard Arvin Overton was an American supercentenarian who at the age of 112 years, 230 days, was the oldest verified surviving U.S. World War II veteran and oldest man in the United States. Wow. Huh. Okay, I just looked it up, and I was I was mistaken. Uh, he was the last surviving member of World War II's Doolittle Raiders. Oh, the Doolittle Raiders, okay. Lieutenant Colonel Dick Cole. Yeah, we'll drink to that guy. Dick Cole. Yeah, I, I'd read not too long ago that the last guy who fought in World War One, he was an English guy, died a few years back. And you think to yourself, how fucking amazing is that? Yeah. You know, you think because you know you read you listen to the Dan Carlin World War One yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear the craziness that went on. Oh there. God. And to think, if if if, he, if somebody could have whispered in his ear, "Don't worry, man, you'll be the last one to stand." <laughs> you know, that guy would have never fucking believed oh. it. You know, all that chaos out of all those motherfuckers. Out there, yeah. He was the one guy who lived the longest. It's like <laughs> oh one, one, one of the things that sticks with me uh, from that from that podcast, which is an amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dan Carlin. Fuck yeah, Dan. Dan. Always did a great job. Uh, he was Dan... on the new Twilight Zone, by the way. No shit. Yeah, he was. The, he was the podcaster. The guy was listening to. He grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. His mom was an actress. That's not. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
Well, one of the things that stands out to me from that podcast is uh, there was a there was a recounting of like there were so many dead people that were piling up, dead soldiers that were piling up everywhere, and they couldn't get rid of them. They couldn't move them. They couldn't. There's no way to move them because mm-hmm. there were bullets flying everywhere. That eventually, flesh, bone, and everything in between would become liquefied oh, and rot. And so you'd be walking, trying to make your way through whatever, and there'd just be smell, uh, remains, pestilence, disease, all around you. Man, that's fucked up. Imagine, dude. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So, Fields yeah. of Flanders. So okay, so the the, the last the last uh, thing on Kermit that I want to touch on Coachella this weekend. Oh yes, it's, that's why it's been hotter. <laughs> that's Just right. in time. Right. Just in time. That's right. I'm so glad. Like I, I did enjoy it in my time. I'm so glad I'm not doing that right now. I'm, I've never been to Coachella. Oh, you're not missing nothing. Yeah, I it's not a. I don't picture it as being a terribly blind friendly environment. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Rage Against the Machine there though. That'd oh been, that'd yeah. Been good. That, you know that, yes, I was there for that. You were, oh man, I was yeah. there for that. But it's one of those things you can't really appreciate until you're, 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 you're years removed from it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So anyway, so back, back. So yeah. So back to the Fed. Yeah. I think I think the progressives need to talk more about that because the Fed is just crazy, and I just our whole government spending and everything, the inflation, like I don't think most Americans realize that every year the value of the dollar goes goes down. The buying power of a dollar goes down, three point something percent, almost four percent every year goes down. Since 1910, it's gone down something like 96 percent. So the buying power of a dollar then, which you could buy for a dollar then, will cost you 25 now. So I did, I did the math on it, and because they're printing so much money, and because of, you know, these, you know. When the money comes into circulation, it goes to the banks from the Fed. The Fed takes the money, gives it to the gives it to the banks, who at it at, at free gives it to them for free, and then they loan it out to us at, at crazy rates, and uh, so that there's enough money for everybody to, to buy things, which devalues the value of every dollar. And keep in mind, this is a how do they in get somebody to be incentivized, what's the word? Incentivized. Incentivized to saving money when in 10 years your money has gone down, you know, 15% or something like that. It's crazy. So let me let me look at this. If if $1 equals $25 in, 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 um, in today's money, mm-hmm. how much would it be? Let's see. A, let me see what I wrote down. Oh yeah, a uh, hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars equals out to three thousand nine hundred and fifty-eight dollars and uh, twenty-eight eighteen cents. Okay, so go over that again. So, if you got, let's just use a hospital bill. Oh, thank you. Let's use a hospital bill. All right, doctor, doctor. Oh, you didn't even get there. Let's use a hospital bill. Oh, if you had a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill, my neck bone hurts. Yeah, your 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 huh. neck bone. Why? Your neck bone hurts, <laughs> and you've got to go in and get it looked at. And your bill is a hundred thousand dollars. Right. If they if they had not inflated your money and made it not worth what it really should be, it would have cost you three thousand nine hundred dollars. And see, that's another reason why. 
you know, the whole system of paying for all this shit is so awful because the same government that we want to pay for our health care mm -hmm. is the same government that's making our money worth nothing. So which means everything that we save. So, so what I'm hearing is that you, we need Medicare for all, so we don't have to worry about that. I, I think we need mo sound money first. Sound money that's worth something. And then definitely people could afford to take care of themselves, or at least have a better chance at it. That and which one's this one? This one is from Burial Beer Company. Excuse me. From Asheville, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes. Uh, it's called Hawkville Into Pale Ale. It is, uh, the IBU is 55 and 6% alcohol. Ah, we're going that's, up in alcohol content as it gets later. That's 55? That's delicious. Yes. 55 is a magical number. Ah, damn, that is good. That is South good. Carolina, huh? Southern hospitality. North Carolina. It doesn't end on a fucking loose. North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Um, well, you're certainly going to be the way the way The way your homeboy Trump is doing, that is why naturally they're feeling emboldened. Yeah. I, it's going on all over the world. I think pe hate, hateful people all over the world are feeling pretty emboldened. Well, and, and Trump's doing a good job of making that. Yeah. Making that well, happen. I mean, you know, the, there's there's a lot of hateful motherfuckers out there. A lot of hateful motherfuckers. That's that's all. You know, I think we should just single out any any hate group. I think any hate group is a hate group. So yeah, you know, I, I think when we keep labeling them as with their with their uh, identity, we uh, we separate the people who aren't racist. But we should we should point them out whether whether they're. they're I just think there's a bunch of fucking racists. Whether they're Islamic, whether they're anti-Semites, whether they're white nationalists. Yeah, let's call them out. Let's yeah. call them out for the trash that they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Regardless. Regardless that, 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 I guess that's another thing that, that I would have said, you know, in, our, in regards to our last podcast. I think the Democrats kind of sweep some racism under the under the carpet. Sweep racism under the some, carpet? Somewhat. Not, not, not when it comes to, like, Latinos and blacks, but, you know, they, uh, they, uh, they sweep some racism under the carpet sometimes. Like, like, like their support of Israel. I, you know, Isle Omar was very brave for doing what she did. I think, and I think, I think. Uh, you mean a Democrat? Yeah, yeah, her. But yeah, she's a progressive though. She's not a Democrat, right? She's a Democrat. Yeah, she's a Democrat, but yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. I, I but the, the vast majority of the Democrats, you know, said she, that that was racist. I don't think she said anything racist. She right, didn't say anything about the people. Guard. She said about a country. Yeah, the old guard was talking about it. Yeah. Well, people like AOC were supporting her. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, it's a really unfortunate umbrella. To, I mean, anybody that becomes, that uses the label Democrat, or can, anybody that votes for Democrat, typically votes because Democrat, I'm going to guess, because not because they're necessarily in line with all of the Democratic values, or the Democratic values, or the values that Democrats put forward, but only because they really adhere to one specific or two or three specific issues where Democrats tend to favor them, whether it's LGBTQ rights, abortion, healthcare, or whatever, um, tend to agree with them. May not necessarily agree with Israel, uh, the Democrats stand on Israel, may not necessarily agree with their stand on X, Y, and Z, or like abortion, or, or religion, or uh, gun rights, or voting rights, but they feel like, okay, at least I can align with them mostly or, or, or even or even then, I'm not as offended as much by the Democrats as I would be if I voted for somebody as disgusting as Trump. Indeed. Right. Okay, so that's the right, so, segue. So, yeah, so, so, so back to the, the money. Yes. 
So back to the money. So knowing that, that the that the government that's in charge of everything, in yeah. charge of all of our money. Well, technically, actually, that's that's wrong because the Fed is not a government organization, and right. so many people don't fucking know. Just because it has the word federal in it doesn't mean it is. It's a it's a private bank that's in charge of our fucking money. Yes, and it it decides how much our money is worth. And Obama was terrible with it and printed uh, just a, just massive amounts of money. Massive, massive, massive amounts of money for the bailout. And just kept printing it. That had, what was it, four quantitative easings, as yeah. they called it. Yeah. QE 1, 2, yeah. and 3, mm-hmm. and then what was the last one? QE Eternal <laughs> or something like that, where they're just, they're just printing more money. Mm-hmm. So what's the incentive for any American to save money? Because your money's not going to be worth anything. A million dollars in ten years isn't going to be have the same power buying power of a million dollars. I think, and then you're talking about inflation. Yeah, but that's that 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 comes from the printing of the money. Money in currencies should come from from the market. The market should tell you how much goods are worth and what you can even trade for. Money is money, but you know if you don't have money, you can trade something else for it. You can mm-hmm. barter and do things like that, and that's that's technically illegal. You're not supposed to barter and shit like that. You you know you're supposed to use currency. That's why it's taxable. That way the Democrats can pay for all the shit that they want to pay for, and the Republicans pay for all the the the, the nonsense that they want to pay for. So, <clears throat> I say, if this keeps up, what's the use on having save money? Why don't people just not have money. I, I think personally, I think that's what they're trying to do is get people not to save money so they don't buy property, so they live in fucking government housing and they have the government, their you know big brother, take care of them. I think that's the real incentive is over the long haul, the long game is to drive people into you know just depending on the government because they're, they're destroying our money. And then I want to bust out my prop after you answer that. I, no, I, I, well, so I have a, a bunch of more que- bunch of questions before. Oh, all right, go ahead. Fire them off. Get into that. I'm just gonna put another beer here. Oh, this one's done. Pour it up. Pour it up. And I just wanted to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Telegraph Brewing from Santa Barbara. Ooh, Ooh Santa, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara Mosaic IPA, obviously Mosaic. <sighs> mosaic uh, hot. Yeah. Oh, this, this is, is six point two. Saving the best for Okay. Well, I feel like I am being treated. Thank you so much for all these different different beers from all over California. Yes, courtesy, well, of our uh, local bottle shop, uh, the Heights Deli. On Broadway. Shout out. Give yeah. a shout out. Yeah, it's, a, it's a wonderful establishment. Thank you. Oh, hold on. Mm. They have a nice selection. Yeah, it's, they it's do. great to have them. They do. Have a not, enough, not enough Belgians, but you know you can't <laughs> you, you can't ever have too many Belgians. Yeah, I always feel like you know not very many places have the uh, the number of uh, of uh, barrel aged ones that I love, but they, uh, they, yes. they tend to have a few. Yes, barrel aged. Uh, I don't know if I'd be. Cheers. Is on this, but. Cheers. Cheers, my friends. Salut. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. So, Ask your questions, and then sure, I'm gonna, sure, then, sure. I'm, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna ask you the question with my prop. Are, are you are you talking about the are you talking about are you leading to the gold standard? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? oh mm-hmm. shit? All right. Well, I I, I would Absolutely. love to I would love to hear you explain that. Okay. So so okay. Before before you, um, the purpose of the, from what I understand, and from my very limited understanding from having uh, listened to um, 
New York Times podcasts and Rachel Maddow. Um, you poor man. The, the, <laughs> the reason why the Fed turns up the interest rates on, tends to be to slow down the increase in inflation. In case, if, if, the, if the economy overheats, if too many people are borrowing and spending money, then it will cause inflation and increasing in the, in the cost of living. Uh, an increasing cost of basic goods. And if that's the case, then what happens is exactly what you're talking about, where a, mil- a gallon of milk ends up being costing seven, eight dollars for a jug, or a gallon, I don't drink milk, so I don't know if they can... But that, 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 that happens, on, uh, that can happen, you gotta understand, to, to get into that, you gotta get into the law of supply and demand. Uh, the government puts, what do you call it, they put... Uh, Governors basically on, on companies and things like that, on farmers even. You know, you got you can't. You know, we're going to pay you not to farm, so that we can keep these prices higher. Oh, you mean like a corporate? Uh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Right. So they, they'll pay people to not produce, so that it'll keep the prices higher on things. So they artificially raise prices while lowering our fucking dollar by printing more of it and all this stuff. Plus, on top of it all, taxing those fucking same dollars that they're making worth less, so that they can pay these people. To do nothing, but they also do the opposite. They also pay farmers who aren't, you know, aren't able to sell anything, and pay them. So, they but that's also grow. because they limit those farmers' choices on what they can farm too. Well, well, you know, that, that's another thing. You know, they, they they don't allow them. You know, they could they could they just now recently they could start far- farming hemp because you know if you're if you, you know if, if there's not a good corn market, you know why would you want to grow fucking corn? Well, you know, or soybeans. In the, in the last year, that that's happening where uh, Trump's tariffs have forced um, co- countries to stop buying soy from the U.S. Yeah. So there's a lot of U.S. farmers who have soybeans, soybean fields just sit without being harvested or just they, they, they sit with their beans and their wheat and their rice yeah, so sitting yeah. in silos or warehouses because they can't sell anything. However, Trump is giving them money so that way they can... Well, they did vote for him, right? Right. Right. So what what is that? What what is that? That's, corp- not only that's that corporate, corporate welfare. welfare. Yeah, it's yes. corporate welfare. But it, I don't, it, I don't but, agree with it. But and I don't and I don't agree with tariffs because but it's just the opposite ads. of what you're talking about. No, no, no. It, it, it is. We were saying that they were paying. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the government. I don't think the government should be paying them either way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because because it fucks up the supply and demand. You know, and at some point in time, you know, I'm sure if if a farmer had a really horrible year. You know, they could probably get some sort of loan that would help them out. Or they might want to, you know, if they're a big farm, you know, save for a year. Like that. You might have a year where you yeah. fucking have something bad. And that's about good planning. And if they knew they didn't have that government thing to fall back on, they would do that. You know, people had to do that. You always kept a silo of shit of your stuff to sell in bad times and things like that. It's common fucking sense. But the government takes away the incentive to even act like, well, if I fuck, you know, fuck it, I'll just throw all my eggs in one basket. If it fucks it up, then people will just bail me out. That's that's stupid. It's a terrible way to do fucking business. But what about and if there's suppl- a flood or... or that, like I said, there, 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 that there's insurance for those things, too. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, there's absolutely insurance, but insurance won't cover everything. Yeah, insurance never covers everything. That's right. why. That's what I mean. Shit can happen. I mean, you live in the Midwest. The tornadoes, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but let's face it. Your president tariffs the shit out of everything you're trying to sell. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, they build a pipeline through your fucking yard. Too, yeah. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. Or, or Roundup kills all yeah, your Roundup, crops. And, yeah, Roundup. Or the bees all die. Or, or it gives you cancer. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, any of those things could fucking happen. Yeah. So it's it, it's basically about supply and demand and. 
if people overbuy things, yeah, it can it can cause you know like when people you know like if they're afraid that something's going to happen, they go out and buy a bunch of shit, and then there's nothing for anybody. To so eat. so you're you're saying that the government should not help out farmers or people. I I don't say you can't can't help people out. It shouldn't be policy just to make that every year we're going to pay you not to do this. We're going to do this every time because but that's you not, don't. But that's not the case. I mean, like FEMA, for example. For as shitty as they can be, like during Katrina, they did a terrible job. But the, the main idea behind FEMA was to help out people who didn't have insurance or had very little insurance, or who for whom insurance didn't cover enough, and at least give them a place to live. Mm-hmm. And, like and like that's I, the way government should work. Again, also we live in a time, like especially in the United States, just to say within our country yeah. and, and worldwide, just in general, mm-hmm. we can pr- produce more food. And more products, you know, think about how much China can really pump out products and shit. How much manufacturing there is in the world. As, as a world, we can manufacture a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, there's not going to be shortages of, of a bunch of shit, you know, like, like everybody's acting in that sense. You know, there's plenty of food, you know, in the world. A lot of it's just fucking wasted. You think of just restaurants, how much they waste food. And not, not, not voluntarily, because the government won't let them uh, donate their food. To, to soup kitchens and stuff like that, you know, uh, at the end of the night. Like a McDonald's could donate their food or something like that, but they make it, you know, they can't do that. You know, so there's plenty of things we could do to help people out that doesn't take a lot of government intervention. And that's things that corporations could do to help things, to take the burden off the taxpayers, and also, you know, to lessen their taxes. Say, okay, we're, we're feeding people. How about that as fucking paying our taxes? It, it seems like a positive thing. Right. But like I said, back to the actual value of the dollar. Yeah, so tell that, me, how, how would the gold standard work? The gold standard is that every dollar you have, because, okay, let's talk about paper money just in general. The first paper money that wasn't actually made out of the coin was Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan wanted somebody to be able to travel from one end of his empire to the other end of his empire. You would give somebody your gold Mm -hmm. at one end of the empire, and they would give you a paper that said, he has this much money here. So it's part of the government thing. And he would ride across there. Nobody could rob him because it was his piece of paper, and so on and on. So he would ride over there, no fear of getting robbed for all of his blocks of gold, get to the other side, hand it to him. That was his paper money. It was worth that. Every dollar used to be backed by something. That's what Ron Paul says, us audit the Fed. What are, what are they using to back our money? Yeah. And they're not using anything because they're printing more money. So every time they print more money, it's worth less and less and less. So that, that, that means the savings that your parents, your grandparents, and anybody, you yourself, your, your nephews, uh, everybody, everything that they ever earned is going to be worth less in the future. Wait, wait, you're, you're saying that, that, that like bonds and anything that the government sells is not backed up by anything? Is that what you're saying? The dollar is not backed up by anything. Not the faith and full credit of the United States government? The, that, that, and we saw how good our, 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 our credit is. I mean, it, it is. is. I mean, we're the richest nation in the world. We're, we're the less credit. That, that, and that, like I said, that, those are words. Full the, faith and credit. Th- those are words that people say within the banking industry. But it's worked. And for, y- you know what? For the last you know, years. They built the bent pyramid was working just fine until they got it past that breaking point. The what now? The, there's a pyramid in Egypt. Okay. The, you know, it was the first, supposedly, it would have been the Great Pyramid at the time. Mm-hmm. But they were building it. And when it got to a certain level, the architecture didn't work anymore. And they had to, they had to modify it. Okay. And it's bent. 
okay. the pyramid is bent. It was it was doomed from failure from the beginning, but they couldn't see that until it collapsed. So two hundred years in, we're, we're doing no, 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 no. We're not two hundred years in on this. We're 100, 100, 107 years in on this. Oh, and and no, but they, they know. And 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 keep in mind, right after they institutionalized it, is when the Great Depression hit. And, so, you and, know, that, that's when they got you know. And we were we got taken off the gold standard in seventy one. Oh, okay. But so. the Federal Reserve was there, uh, uh, manipulating things since nineteen what thirteen. So okay. So tell me about the gold standard. So the gold standard would say that our dollar is actually worth something. That that there was something to back it up, other than politicians who are saying how much it's worth. So and how would it work in practical terms? The dollar would be worth more because it has the buying power of it, or just coins in general. Like if you if you had like even just change like dollar bills not so much but like if you used to have quarters the quarters had silver in it mm -hmm. and you can guarantee if all hell breaks loose and bless you, bless you. and if you um, if all hell broke loose mm -hmm. or any of those kind of things and something happened and there was an economic collapse and the dollar was worth nothing what are you going to do with that paper what wait, are you going to do with it wait, so but, but if you had a silver coin or a dollar, okay. a, a, a gold coin, you could get something. That's still going to be currency, no matter what the government says. No, I, that I, is currency. Just like if you have a gold necklace, mm -hmm. you have a ruby, those are sound, sound investments. They're not risky like the stock market in well, those are you, So, so you're, you're, are you assuming that the price of gold would be stable regardless? That's no, no, not necessarily stable, but put it this way. The, the price of gold... When when there's uh, when there's financial problems, the price of gold goes up. Yes. Uh, gold in 1910 was thirty five dollars an ounce. It's now, I forgot. I forgot what the price was. It's a hell of a lot more. I think it's two thousand five hundred, four hundred, something like that. But okay, so that, and that that goes it. into the same thing with how much the dollar has decreased in value. The dollars decrease in ninety five percent. Gold's gone up from thirty five dollars to two thousand something dollars. The actual let me, let me look at this on a on a let me see what this investment was. You have a gold nugget sitting in your yeah. In your, in your All right, go ahead and show it. Go ahead and show it, baby. It's a gold nugget. No, I just I just bought the box. Oh, is it gold? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, well, give me those three things. That it's I your have. gold chain. God damn it. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, for the listeners. Yeah, they, the funny the, the blind guy brought some prop comedy. All right, Claudia's handing over to, a, to an audio box, podcast, a shoebox size box no, with straps and snaps, and he's opening it up. It looks like a like a little coffin actually. Key open. And, and she is helping. Them. Oh shit! It's it's, it's okay. got a lock on it. It's got like right. a Wi-Fi lock on it. And, it <laughs> and and the little lid on top yeah. is being opened. Oh, there it goes. Oh, so first of all, oh, here we go. Would you rather have what is that? This, this is okay. I am looking at it looks like Arabic writing. Okay, it's uh, Central Bank of Iraq. One yeah. dinar. Yeah, would you rather have that? I oh, think that, my goodness. I think that's pre-Saddam. I actually had some Saddam money. Oh, that's pretty. But uh, I, I can't find my money with Saddam's face on it. That's what I was hoping to show you. Oh. Or would you rather have that? Okay, okay. And now I am being handed, whoa, a big old bag of balls. That is that is silver shot. That's two pounds of silver. Silver. Two pounds yeah. of silver. 
That's heavy as fuck. Yeah, so it's two pounds of silver. I got two that at like wow, 11 bucks an cool, ounce. Man. That is pretty cool. I about that. And here's a, here's Very a nice. different metal. That's, I think that's copper. Ganja. 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 Oh, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm looking at now is a, it's a coin. It's a large coin. Bigger than a silver dollar. Uh, it, it's definitely copper. On one side, it's got a, a leaf, a pot leaf, and it says legalize it. <laughs> and we're and, working on it. And then in Latin, <laughs> I'm going to say it's Latin, but it's cannabis sativa. <laughs> Genesis 1, no, Genesis 2.12. Uh, because I have given you all of the fruits, berries, and plants to use. Amen, brother. There you go. <laughs> Preach. Preach. Lead me to an atheist to quote the Bible. Yeah. All that's right. the best quote in there. And, and then on the other side, it's got the U.S. seal. It says copper, 0.999. Fine. One... Avid, ABDF ounce. I don't Ooh. know what the fuck that is. 2011. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? All right, here, let me give you your pounds back. Holy yeah. shit. This could be your life savings right here. Yeah. <laughs> my two pounds of silver. I don't know how much I held in my hand. I don't have yeah. no idea. Yeah, so that's, I don't, I don't know. And then you, know, know. you get a coin like that. That's oh. an American Eagle. That's like, you know, um, right now. I'm glad I live in America. Did you, did you order from the back of the, what is that, that reader's side? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I got that down at the silver market down at, uh, what's it called, St. Vincent's? Yeah. St. Yeah, Vincent's the, downtown. Uh, and these, these, these right now, I think I got it for, it's, it's worth about, really about the same, cool. but I got these about, uh, I think they're worth about 15 bucks now. And listeners, I got about that's, about ten bucks. Drinks are on you tonight. A huge, yeah. silver, a huge silver dollar and a stack of American, silver American dollars. American Eagle. Wow. So so this is this is one this is this is what I call sound investment. Okay. You know because you know if the if it, right now it's basically the same as what you know dollar wise as as uh, when I bought it. Yeah. I haven't I haven't made a fucking dime, but what one thing I can say. That it'll always be worth something. There you go. It'll always be go. worth something. Should I get the caramel cocktails there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we we could pretty much widen that up. I just wanted to I wanted to talk to you about that and By see the way, what your you guys philosophy is. Oh, yeah, we have. Well, we have. I have plenty of questions. Oh, 34 yeah, minutes. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. All right, all right, all right. Question. All right, all right. So quick, quickly. All right. So let's say we're in a gold standard today. Let's say everything is doing great. Um, but let's say we have an enemy out there in the world. Let's say uh, China. China decides, you know what, the U.S. is using the gold standard. Why don't we just buy up all the gold in the world and hoard it? What there, happens to the U.S.? There's other, there's other metals. I mean, there's platinum and all that stuff. But, but, I mean, but, that, 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 but, that's, but you're talking about the gold that, That's actually what the U.S. did with Fort Knox. We took everybody's gold yeah. and put it in Fort Knox. The government didn't want people to have gold. So they took it, paid them, you know, shit money for it. And then raise the price up to, to the thirty-five that it was. So you're saying it's a good thing that we're not using the gold standard. No, I think we should have the gold standard. No, but, well, what I'm but, saying but, but, it's but, prone to manipulation by by nations it, that have ill will towards us. Well, no, I mean fucking currency is the most manipulated thing. I mean you can just print fucking money. Right, but what, what I'm saying is like you can do the same thing with gold, platinum, you can't silver, print or platinum. copper. But you can you can buy it all up. Yeah, you can hoard it. But I mean, like I said, there, there's enough of it to go around. For, for the country. I mean, now, individuals, if the countries do that, individuals are probably not going to be able to buy it as much. But the government has that. Especially be, us being the richest country on earth, we, we have that power. Yeah, what, what, what I'm saying is, is it possible for any country, especially a rich nation like a, a China, 
That actually, India and China are buying up a shit ton of. Right. So I think they're smart. If we, however, if so, so if the U.S. Um, did go by the gold standard, and 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 China and and India were buying all the gold, shouldn't be. Wouldn't we be nervous about all that? I, I, think, I think people should be. I think we should be but, nervous. I think we should be buying more. As a matter of fact... But I'm saying if we weren't on the gold standard, we should be. We would be worried. No, I don't think so. Because that would just make our money worth more. The less, the more scarce it was, our, I mean, our money was worth more. It would drive up the price of our money. So Our, it, our money would buy more. But it would be more... Or let's say like nobody bought... Let's say, okay, so let's say they did the opposite. And China and India and refused it? to buy gold. Yeah. Uh, refuse yeah. to buy gold and, and, and try to bring that value of those metals down. I don't, I don't think he could because for thousands of years, people have wanted gold. And that just, you know, that just happens to be the thing people have always wanted. I mean, like, like gold is a great conductor, metal. That, not only that, why yeah, is, yeah. It's, why don't they just like, said, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to use it for industrial purposes. It's, it's not worth yeah. anything. Yeah, no, no, they, they could. I mean, platinum is used for pieces in cars. As well, you but know, silver, silver and gold are actually gold is one of the greatest conductors for uh, for um, uh, audio speakers. Yeah, I mean, so let's say China. And, it just makes and it India. worth more. Same, same thing. Diamonds, diamonds. But, but that's that, a that, false market. Yeah, see, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, what about just gold? Like, that like gold has like one particular characteristic that's that is, uh, positive it just, it in just industry. Makes, it just makes it worth more. No, actually, it, it makes it pros to manipulation if they just reduce it to industrial uses. Yeah. It, it, that's actually what they're trying to do, I think, is, is just say that. Because technically, I couldn't go to a store and buy something with that, even though it's U.S. currency. I couldn't buy something with that. No, but, but what, what I'm saying is... You see what I'm saying? They, they're, they've already, our government has already done that. They've made it so it's not currency. What, 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 what I'm saying is that if we went by the gold standard, it would make it prone to manipulation, if, uh, since it's, it's a metal that can become a commodity. And the faithful, the full faith and credit of the United States can't be... Made into commodity. I, I think the world would be like that. I mean, you know, it, 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 if you fl- like when Masa Musa, the great leader from Mali, went on Hajj and th- he went through Egypt, he gave away so much gold he wrecked their economy. Okay. But they, like I said, that could happen with any currency. That's what I'm saying. That, but th- you can't blame the gold standard for something that any. any did you get my beer? Yeah. Right? Did you no. try it yet? No. This is hobby as fuck. Though. Yeah, so this is a Claremont Craft Tales. Uh, Claremont Craft Tales. Oh, shout out to Claremont. What's up? One of my very, very favorite whoop, whoop. breweries. Let's give it up. Uh, this is the Grapefruit Double Oh, it's Grapefruit. Oh, Jesus or Christ. Or the Grapefruit Dude. Oh, that's interesting, man. Uh, and this one is... Uh, that's Grapefruit as fuck. That's grapefruity as fuck. It is. Grapefruity AF, motherfucker. And it clocks in at 8.8%. I like it. And 90% IBU. So I kind of tried to kind of go up. up, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. I kind of did it. I could have planned it better. Just yeah. kind of, I kind of just put different beers to try. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, and this is this is the happiest beer that we have. And the bitters. Yeah, bitter as fuck. Oh man, that's good. That's bitter as fuck. Great, great courteous. Yeah. All right. So on that note, I think we can wrap that up. Wind it all down. Put a bow on it. Tie it up. Yeah. Sit down at home. All right. We'll see you next time.